The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hey, Shaleen. I'm a longtime lifer. I've been following you for more than a decade. So I love everything you do, but I just felt really compelled to leave you a message at this time because your podcasts this summer have been so on point. I just love all of the mindset techniques that you've been giving, all the suggestions. Listen to your intuitive eating podcast today, and I love the term informed eating. That's exactly what you are encouraging us all to do with the 131 method and just in your podcasts as they stand alone. So thank you so much for putting out the 131 method. Thank you so much for putting in all the time an effort to put something out there that I think will change people's lives on an individual basis, but also will hopefully have a trickle-down effect to future generations. It is definitely my dream that future generations do not have to suffer the same body image issues that women have been suffering for so long. So thank you so much for helping to turn the tide. What do you do? Like, really? No, be honest. What do you do like every single day to have that body? I asked that question to some of the most renowned fitness experts. And today in this episode of The Shaleen Show, they share with you their weekly fitness routines. Welcome to The Shaleen Show. Shaleen is a New York Times bestselling author, celebrity fitness trainer, and obsessed with helping you live your dream life. So that's what I did. I'm fortunate enough, thank you, Jesus, for the opportunity to have this platform because I've had the good fortune of connecting with some really cool fitness folks from all walks of life. I mean, fitness competitors, people you know because they've written books on fitness, they've starred in infomercials, graced the covers of fitness magazines, or maybe they just have incredible physiques and that's what's gained them notoriety on Instagram. Whatever the case may be, I'm fortunate enough to have been able to reach out to a whole bunch of them and said, okay, today, like right now, what is it you're doing on a weekly basis to maintain your fitness? You'll hear directly from each and every one of them. I also hope that you will be certain to Check out our show notes for this episode because, you know, you often will want to put a face or an image with a voice if it's someone who you didn't know before this podcast. You can go like, okay, so, hmm, this is interesting. I wonder what they look like. Like, how is this paying off, right? Now, don't forget, we're just talking about exercise today. We're not talking about nutrition. And I think that is an obvious statement that, you know, what you're seeing in a person's physique isn't just about their exercise. It's about their environment. It's their sleep. It's their stress. It's how they're eating. But their fitness habits have a lot to do with their overall appearance and more importantly, their overall health. First up is Michelle Dozois. Now, Michelle has been in the industry nearly as long as I have. She's just one of the sweetest people. She's been in countless exercise DVDs. She's been featured in Shape Magazine, Fitness Magazine, Natural Health, just to name a few. She's also been featured in really big consumer videos like Jenny Craig videos, Weight Watcher videos, and she is still to this day teaching fitness classes. Now, Michelle, I won't give away her age, but we are very close in age. I will just say that. She also happens to own her own fitness studio, and that is where she teaches her fitness classes and works with the general population, which is such a joy. So for those of you who love group fitness workouts, you'll love learning exactly what it is Michelle's doing to keep that amazingly slender, toned physique. You can find Michelle Dozois by going to Michelle, two L's, Dozois is spelled D-O-Z-O-I-S dot com. All of these will be in the show notes. Her gym is Breakthrough Fitness. You can find it at BreakthroughFitness.com. Or if you're in the Pasadena area, you can actually visit her studio. Hey, Shaleen, it's Michelle Dozois. Okay, my current weekly fitness regimen. Here's how it goes. 
On Mondays, I take a yoga sculpt class. This is a really strong physical practice, but it also provides me with a positive thought for the week. And it's a great way for me to just kind of set myself up for success. On Tuesdays, I teach a class called Body Fit 360. And this class starts off with 30 minutes of high energy dance cardio. And honestly, the class is all women. We act super silly. And I always say, you know, just shake something, right? We don't care what we look like. We just sweat and let it all out. The second half of the class is all body weight. So we do some upper body, core, a little booty, a stretch, and then a final shavasana. Now that day, I have a lot of meetings and I find like I'm sitting still longer than I want to be. So in the afternoon, I like to take a little bit longer walk with my dogs. And that's also a time for me to listen to a podcast or maybe one of my audio books. And hey, sometimes I'm listening to you, Shalane. So thank you for that. Then when I get to Wednesday, I teach another class called Core, Strength, and Cycle. And this class starts off with about 15 minutes of focused core work. It's a great way to kind of warm up the body and we hit the core from every angle. I then transition into primarily upper body strength work. And I'm in a group room, so we use weights from eight to 20 pounds. We also use like really strong resistance bands or gliding discs. After that, we transition right into our cycling room and we do a 30-minute hit cycle class. So that's a really strong workout day for me and I love it that it's kind of in the middle of the week. On Thursday, it really does depend how I feel, but sometimes I'd like to just start my morning off with a workout at home. And I usually will do something that's more geared towards yoga or Pilates, something that's a little softer and I love to take a walk to these stairs that are fairly close to my house. Once I get there, I put on a crank and playlist and I literally run up the stairs, walk back down, do a set of squats or lunges or push-ups, run back up, walk back down and repeat with a different exercise at the bottom, something simple in body weight. I spend 20 to 30 minutes doing that and then I'll walk back home. Now, if it's raining outside, then I go into our gym and I do something on a cardio piece just to get some kind of moderate intensity cardio because on Friday, I teach another class called Peak Cardio Strength and this one really is high intensity and is metabolic conditioning training. So this is alternating between three minutes of strength training with back-to-back exercises so your heart rate's coming up. We put the weights down and we go into two minutes of cardio moves because I love to move to music. So it's like a simple and athletic kind of cardio routine. And the last 15 seconds of that two minutes is an all out peak blast. So those might be plyos or I don't know, mountain climbers or something that's challenging. It goes right back into the strength. So it's this cardio and strength cycles. And that is a 50 minute workout. By Saturday, I really have to see how my body's feeling. A lot of times this is a rest day for me, but I make sure even on my rest days that I hit 10,000 steps. So sometimes I'm you know, out with the family or, or maybe I'm taking another walk with the dogs or I'm doing something that keeps me active. If I feel like working out and I can get to it, I have a dance class that I love to do and it's somebody else that makes my brain work. I love to move to music and it's just fun. I don't even think of it like a workout. I think of it like I get to move and I get to let out some sweat and get some endorphins going. Now on Sunday, I love to take this class called Shred and this is on equipment. So we use Indo rowers, we use rogue assault bikes, and curved treadmills. And in between those things, we're doing body weight exercise, TRX, kettlebells, ropes, you know, it's very athletic. So I love kind of being able to use this side of my personality, right? And everything that we do on the cardio pieces is three minutes. It's intervals. So you're either at a full out sprint or you're pumping on the, the assault bike or the rowers. And it's just kind of nonstop movement. So I'm getting some strength and some cardio. I will say there are some weeks where I rotate in heavier strength training days. 
And when I have those workouts, I'll actually go into the weight room so I can work with the cables or the machines or just the heavier weights in general. And that does seem to help maintain my muscle mass. That's what my weekly workouts are like at this point. Okay, Shalene, thanks so much for including me. Okay, let me put this in perspective for you, because I know that there are some of you listening that are like, geez, Louise, every day? But I can tell you this, from every single person that you're going to hear from, spoiler alert, they all try to move their bodies in some way every day because it is a lifestyle for them, and it can become a lifestyle for you too. Now, that was a lot of information, but this is exactly what I asked these folks to share with us. Not just, I move my body every day. I said. We want to know specifically, like, what does your workout look like on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday? You know, and like Michelle said, don't forget there are days where she wakes up and she just listens to her body and says, "Eh, I should probably take a rest day. But even on her rest days, she's walking because it feels good, because it helps to restore your body. Because when you are tight and sore and your body feels like it needs rest, Part of that is working through the lactic acid and moving your body. All right, next up is my friend, Sean Stevenson. Now, you know Sean because he's been a guest on the podcast many times. He is the host of the Model Health Show. His wife, Anne, is super hot, and she's one of my friends, and she's really funny, and she's super cool. But anyways, back to Sean. Sean is not only a top-rated podcaster, he's a great dad. He's a best-selling author. He's an amazing husband, and he's just one of those people that when you meet him, you're like, wow, he's so cool and so sweet. And this is a guy who, let's just say, is over 40, and he has abs for days. Now listen up, because Sean is going to give you, with great specificity, his complete weekly workout routine. Here you go. Now, first of all, I work out with my wife. We are a tandem. And so everything I'm doing, she's doing along with me. And so we kick things off on Mondays. I typically, I love to warm up personally every day that I go to the gym by playing basketball. And I really feel that, you know, the best form of exercise is exercise that you'll do and that you enjoy. And I feel it's a a fun way to warm up rather than jumping on an exercise bike or something like that. But that's what my wife does. She hits the exercise bike to warm up and then we convene and meet together at the squat rack because on Mondays it's deadlifts. That's how we kick things off. You want to start the week off with something that people put at the end of the week. We want to kick the week off with it right now, currently, and things change, but Mondays, is deadlifts and back, which those two things go together. It's a lot of work with the posterior change. So we're typically doing like heavy deadlift session. Talking like three by five sets, three sets of five or four sets of two, that kind of thing. So it's heavier weight. And that's to get that real strong anabolic hormone production. But then from there, we shift over and we do back exercises. So, you know, I'll typically do different kinds of pull-ups and she'll do some pull-ups and as well as assisted pull-ups. We'll do different kinds of rows. So it might be a seated row. It might be one-arm rows or a T-bar row. But we do some stuff to really target those back muscles, really hit that posterior chain. And then she'll typically do maybe 10 minutes of cardio. I'll just do some mobility work, and then we'll call it a day from there. So Tuesdays for me is pretty much an active recovery day. And definitely most times I'll do some rebounding, which is using my little mini trampoline and jump on that for you know, we'll say around 10 minutes and probably incorporate some walking throughout the day. But Tuesday, just really focus on recovery, you know, nutrition and executing on some work. Then from there, Wednesdays, we hit the gym again. This is the day we do chest presses, so forward presses. And we also do legs. So we generally do a lot of supersets this day. We'll start off with a heavier lift for either legs or chest. So it might be a heavy chest press day or heavy squat day and then after that we'll do supersets so we'll do the anabolic stuff and then we'll do the more quote fat burning kind of metabolic work after that so we'll do we'll just say lunges plus push-ups or chest press with dumbbells plus a goblet squat so that's what we'll do we'll do supersets for chest and legs on Wednesdays with one heavy lift in the beginning. Thursday, 
rebounding. I'm back on the mini trampoline. That's my exercise for the day pretty much and might throw in some walking as well. Fridays, we're doing overhead presses and maybe a little bit of arms as well. You know, this is a lot of people, especially guys, their favorite day. Not for me. I love that deadlift day. I love Mondays. But, you know, I'll do a little bit of that as well. But we definitely want to hit the overhead presses. For me, generally, I do some handstand push-ups. So find a wall somewhere and kick myself up and do that. And my wife will do overhead press with a barbell generally while I'm doing the handstand push-ups. And then together we'll go do some seated dumbbell shoulder press. We'll do some lateral raises. We might do some fancy, like I always throw something in that's creative. So it might be one arm dumbbell snatch or a landmine where you're, you know, the barbell is kind of connected or put in the corner of a wall. You got to weight into the barbell and you're pressing overhead with one arm. So, you know, mix it up, find something creative, and then maybe do some curls and triceps extensions as well. And then we get around to Saturday. And for me, Saturday is that HIT training day. That's that high intensity interval training day. And I love to get out and sprint to go to the track and do sprints that way. But sometimes it might be on the basketball court, you know, doing basically like a shuttle run. You know, we're going end to end or, you know, hitting the stationary bike sometimes or we'll do battle ropes, but find some way to do high intensity interval training. And what you might find unique is that I didn't say cardio throughout this entire thing. And it's just I'm a big proponent of doing things you love. And so I'm typically not going to like jump on a treadmill and run for 30 minutes. You know, I incorporate that cardiovascular work through my weightlifting a day or two out of the week. Like when we do the supersets. And also get this high intensity interval training day in as well. And I, some instances will add another day of hit training in throughout the week. And then Sunday, active recovery, jump on the rebounder a little bit, hang out the family, eat some good food, have a good time. Most Sundays we get a walk in as well. And that's my week. So I hope you guys enjoyed it and got some insight out of that. And check out the Model Health Show. Appreciate you, Shalene. You are the best. Always in my top rotations of podcasts to listen to is the Model Health Show. I mean, if you like the Shalene Show, you will freaking love the Model Health Show. I will put a link to it below in our show notes. He is one of, I'm not just saying this, he's like one of the best interviewers I've ever met that I've ever been interviewed by. His show is always top notch. Like this guy researches the heck out of everything. He's just a very, very trusted source. And you know, That means a lot coming from me. So thank you, Sean. I love you. I love your wife, Anne, and I love your kids. And I really love you guys finally moved to Southern California. So what does it look like when you enter into a new season as someone who was formerly known as the fitness girl? The next person you'll be hearing from is Jenna Phillips Ballard. Now, Jenna, this is very interesting, is the former personal trainer to countless celebrities. I'll let her share some of those names with you. But today, she's really still very much into fitness, but she really has focused her vision and her passion on serving women with her Unicorn University. But she took her health very seriously from a young age because she was diagnosed with diabetes at age 17. Today, Jenna is pregnant. But before she was with child, she decided to prepare her body so that it was as strong and as capable as possible, as healthy as possible to carry a child. But things have changed. But one thing that hasn't changed is Jenna's incredible energy and passion. You can learn more about Jenna by going to jennaphillipsballard.com. And of course, all of those links are in our show notes. All right, get ready for some high energy. Meet Jenna. So guys, what I hope you walk away with after listening to this is really understand the importance of honoring your body no matter what season you're in. Because we're always changing, we're always shifting, we're always growing in some capacity. Listening to your body, understanding the value of that, and trusting yourself, trusting that you actually do know how to take care of you and put your body first and whatever your body's needs actually are. Once upon a time, I was a fitness queen. I was a celebrity trainer in Los Angeles. I worked out six days a week, sometimes seven days a week. I was always moving my body. I found a lot of passion in that. 
And I worked with people that really were quite demanding and they really required a lot of my energy. So I worked with people like Ben Stiller, Katy Perry, the Marciano family, princesses from Saudi Arabia, Mark Hoppus from Blink-182, the list goes on and on and on. And when I was 17 years old, I was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. So it was actually right around that time that I discovered the purpose of taking care of myself. I did a lot of different types of fitness. I would do Pilates. I actually taught Pilates for many years. I also taught spinning for 10 years. I did a lot of bodyweight exercises, yoga. I mean, name it, I've tried it. I've pretty much done every kind of fitness that you can imagine. And, you know, fast forward, I've really kind of shifted a lot into a brand new season for me in my life. I'm a wife. I'm a businesswoman. I own multiple businesses. And so I'm not really in the fitness world anymore, but fitness is still a very important part of my life. So I realized that it was really up to me to build this strong foundation. Of course, fast forward to today, I'm actually pregnant. I'm 10 weeks pregnant. What I typically do, as I mentioned, five days a week, I'm working out high intensity three days a week and then Pilates twice a week. What I've really experienced since becoming pregnant is that I really get to be in this practice of surrender because I get to listen to my body and and I've really been experiencing being tired. I haven't had any morning sickness at all, but I really have felt like this need to sleep as much as possible. So one o'clock in the middle of the day, I'm out. (laughs) But it's been really interesting because I've really just gotten to be patient with myself. So for those of you, if you're feeling like you are kind of up against this challenge, if you really invite you to be really gentle with yourself, you know, it's been, again, a beautiful practice for me to really allow myself to honor the space that I'm in. I'm in a completely different season right now. And I've really built this strong foundation for myself, for my life, for my health, for my wellness over the last, you know, I mean, ever since I was diagnosed with diabetes, it's really been my, my number one priority is being healthy because I really want to just also have you guys walk away with this. If you don't have your health, you don't have anything. You know, for me, now that I am pregnant and I'm feeling healthy, I mean, really the only thing that I've been experiencing is a little bit of tiredness here or there, but you know, I'm kind of baking a human in my stomach, no big deal. (laughs) So I'm just so grateful. I'm so grateful that I really took the time to put myself first and really set myself up for this journey and set myself up for this experience to really have a healthy environment to raise this child and grow this child inside of me. And, you know, I just, I also know I've heard that the second trimester is a time to have tons of energy. So I'm absolutely looking forward to that. And I'm just going to trust myself and trust my body and trust the intuition that I have and really listen because again, every single season is different. So I really invite you to develop this intuitive connection with your body where you really listen to yourself. And if it's like, if you're really feeling like it's going to be a really challenging thing for you to go to the gym because you're extra sore, you're tired or whatever that is, honor your body and listen to yourself and be gentle with yourself. Don't ever be in self beat up. So that's been, again, a really powerful opportunity for me to practice that because I would never want anybody else to feel guilty about not working out. So I'm really kind of living this experience of practicing what I preach of being gentle with me and also inviting every single one of you to also be gentle with yourself. So put yourself first, get the sleep that you need, eat healthy food, drink tons of water, take care of your body. Treat it as if it's your temple because it is. There's nothing more important than your health and your wellness. So thank you so much for listening. Have a beautiful, incredible, amazing day, evening, whatever it is. And I'm sending you all so much love. All right. Now, if you're thinking to yourself, this is great, but I just don't have the time to exercise. I'm like super busy. I've got a very demanding career, a lot of responsibilities, and it would be nice to do this. But you know, how do you make it happen if you're super busy? Well, you're in luck because my next guest is in a completely different season. Her children are grown. She's over 50. She is a very busy businesswoman. She's constantly traveling, constantly speaking. My next guest is JJ Virgin. She's a best-selling author. She's a speaker. She also has a top-ranked podcast, and she's a fitness and nutrition expert. She's been featured on countless TV programs. She has her own online programs, and wow, oh wow, is she busy. Like, seriously, this woman is on the move. But as busy as she is, you know, and even though she talks about fitness, like her job isn't necessarily fitness. You know what I'm saying? Like she finds a way to make that happen. And so what I asked JJ to do is like, describe a really busy week. Like, how do you fit it in in a busy week? How do you make it a priority? And even as busy as she is, she finds a way to make it fun, creative, keep it exciting. And of course, listen closely because you will hear that even though it's her goal to move every single day, she allows for what I like to call the incidental day off. So this is what I do. 
I don't schedule a day off. I decide that I'm going to work out seven days a week, but I also tell myself that I know it's not going to be seven because every day when I wake up, I give myself permission to say, how does my body feel? Do I need a day off today? Do I have to wake up so early that it doesn't make sense for me to exercise? What makes more sense is for me to rest and to sleep. Now let's have JJ walk us through her week. No week for me is ever the same. I travel a lot. I'm all over the place. And so while my schedule is super inconsistent, my workouts actually are very consistent. And one of the cool things is because I travel so much, I also get a lot of variety because I'm in different gyms, different locations. And so I try to do fun things wherever I am. So I'm going to walk you through what I'm doing this week. This week I'm out in Tampa at my new place and I have my dog with me. So that's fantastic because one of the core things that I make sure that I do every single day is just move more. So although I don't think of walking as exercise because I'm not getting hot and sweaty, I do make sure that I always get a bunch of miles in. I track it on my aura ring every single day and my dog is with me to help me out. So just know every single day, I'm out walking for two to three miles with my dog, along with what I'm going to tell you about. I also incorporate into my workout routines, weight training, and I do upper body pushing and pulling and lower body hips and thighs and then power core. And I also do some kind of cardio burst training or high intensity interval training. And I'll describe that as we go. So here we go. Let's dive in. Monday, I did a workout later in the day on East Coast time. Sometimes I end up working out later in the day. My preferred time is sometime in the middle of the day. But Monday I ended up late in the day. And so I did some lower body work. I did squats and lunges and plies and step ups and leg curls and some work off the Swiss ball for my power core. And then I did some burst training using the rowing machine here in the gym in our complex. Tuesday, I did upper body pushing. Now, Tuesday was also a late day, so I was not like my most energetic self. I will admit it. I did 12 different exercises, three sets of each of them. I averaged eight to 12 repetitions. And here's how I do that. If I can't get to eight, I lighten the load. If I can get past 12, I go heavier. And I want to do the heaviest weight I can handle with about a 60 second rest break in between. So on Tuesday, I alternated pushing and pulling. I did lat pull downs, then I did seated chest press, then I did a reverse grip lat pull down, then I did a lying down dumbbell bench press, then I did a bent over row, then I did a seated incline press, then I did a one arm cable pull, then I did dips, then I did upright rows, then I did push ups off the bench. <laughs> <laughs> and then I did some triceps extension. So that was actually one of my lighter days. I find upper body a lot easier to do than lower body. On Wednesday, I got to the gym earlier. So I had a lot more energy. So I did lower body, very similar to what I described for Monday, plies and ball wall squats and squats and lunges and step ups and cable squats and leg press. But I also put in a little bit of heavier movement of there, some side jumps and some work to do some burst training. So more step ups in between, more side lunges, jumping side lunges in between, some work with the medicine ball to add in some burst training. And of course, power core using a Swiss ball and using a medicine ball. Now, tomorrow I am going to throw in another upper body workout and then Friday, before I get on the plane to fly back to California, I'm going to do a big old workout because I'm going to be sitting for hours. So beyond just doing a leg workout in the gym, like I've already described, here's something super cool. We are in a temporary condo here in Tampa while we search for where we want to live when we grow up. And so I have all these stairs, like 17 flights of stairs. So that is going to be my gym on Friday. I'm going to do a leg workout and finish it off with a whole bunch of stairs so that while I'm sitting in the airplane, I'll know I've gotten in a big workout. 
on Saturday, I'll be back in my house in San Diego, and I have got a really cool burst training circuit set up there where I can do use a Stairmaster, a big step bench, and my Exciser to do a really cool burst training workout. So I'm going to do that on Saturday and then get in my sunlight and sauna and detoxify as well. And then Sunday, nothing's happening because I have to go speak somewhere. And in order to get there on time, I have to leave super early. So Sunday is going to be my rest day. Now, that is a pretty typical week. And again, the whole next week, I'm going to be off at different conferences, but I will always get in my resistance training. I always get in my burst training. And then again, I try to move as much as possible. And I have found wearing my aura ring has helped tremendously because then I monitor it every day and what you monitor, you can improve. All right, one more thing. If you would like to do any of this with me, I do have my fast fitness program at jjvirgin.com and you can jump in there. What I do there is go through all of these different exercises, how to do them, and then I show you a variety of different workouts and ways you can put these things together so that you will Keep having more and more variety, never get bored, and be able to progress. Next up is Natalia Kern. She's one of those beautiful physiques you've probably oogled over on Instagram. Natalia is a wife, and today she's a mother of four, and she has a thriving personal training business. But this beauty is a former model and Miss Bikini Universe. And I might also mention that she is a fitness model world champion. But that competitive lifestyle, that perfect physique came at a cost. And in Natalia's message, she's going to share with you just a brief insight of what that really did to her mindset and her relationship with food and her body and how she took control, how she changed that and what she had to do to restore the joy, the joy that brought her into that world and that she lost when she was doing competitive bodybuilding, when she was doing these competitive physique shows and what it took to bring that joy back. Today, Natalia exercises every day, but it's very different. All right, listen to this. Hi, everyone. Shaleen asked me to record this for you to share a little bit of my competitive fitness years. Well, I've learned a lot of lessons and I would like to share them with you today. First is competitive fitness is a sport and you become an athlete when you enter this industry. So anyone who participated in it as a hobbyist or judges it as an egomaniacal industry is up for a big surprise. Now, there is a little bit of that in that industry, but it is very challenging. So especially if you are not mentally prepared for a serious challenge because it will test you. It takes a strong mind game to win over your weaknesses throughout competition prep and off season without damaging your health and sabotaging your metabolism. Ask me how I know. I entered that world as a businesswoman and not a person seeking significance in winning a very subjective competition. Let's face it, we're human, we like what we like and it is very subjective. And that's where I felt like what many competition trainers and coaches were, I think it's changed significantly now, but we were looking the best on stage, but we were getting there in a very unhealthy way. My relationships with food and fitness were unhealthy. I go from one extreme to another. So this kind of look, single digits and body fat and eight pack abs are not sustainable for a woman without sacrificing her health and this part messes with a lot of competitors heads we want to look like that all the time we beat ourselves up we exhaust ourselves training and then we binge because it's really hard for our body to stay on track all the time it has to have some balance so if i had to do fasting cardio every morning split weight workouts, counting my sets, reps, and invest every body cell into manifesting my fittest version of myself so I can actually get on that stage and not embarrass myself. And boiling steak for breakfast. <laughs> it's not the same today. Thank goodness. That lifestyle of a competitive bikini competitor stopped working for me after it stopped being a fun, but it wasn't fun anymore. So, after taming my ego and having an honest conversation with myself, I knew what I had to do. I had to get off that stage 
and reconnect with myself by taking one step at a time. I took that approach with my healthy habits and I made them a non-negotiable. Here's what my daily regimen looks like today. First is meditation and breathing exercises. I start every morning and finish every day with these exercises. Then I do stretches and balance work. I make sure that my body stays flexible and balanced. Then I do cardiovascular training. It can be a walk, a run, sprints, dance, swimming, anything that elevates my heart rate and brings me joy at the moment. I do not like to be bored and I don't follow trends. I do what makes me happy and makes me sweat. Resistance training. I do it two to four times a week for my healthy bones and good posture. But no matter what, what you choose to do, it has to be fun. In order for us to stick to the regimen, we have to have fun and do something that we like and not something that is trendy or people tell you to do. We just need to decide to love ourselves, guys, and treat ourselves like it matters. And that's pretty much it. <laughs> if you want to know more about me and my life hacks, you can find me on Instagram at Natalia Kern or on my website, nataliakern.com. Thank you, guys. Bye. So what happens when fitness is a part of who you are? It's a part of what makes you feel normal and happy and energized, and it's a daily routine, and you feel like you're going to lose that because you have an injury. What does it look like? Do you throw in the towel? Do you give up? Do you change your lifestyle? Do you become more sedentary? Well, my friend, Natalie Jill, who you've heard many times on the show and who is also a podcast host, which by the way, you definitely want to listen to her show, Level Up. It's really inspirational, not about fitness. It's about like lifestyle and business and personal development. So be sure to listen to that show. I highly recommend it. She's a great interviewer as well. But I want you to hear this because Natalie's approaching 50. And she's really trying to figure out how to age in reverse and take care of her body. So without further ado, my friend, Natalie Jill, who you can learn more about by going to NatalieJillFitness.com. So let's see, what do I do for my workouts? I was trying really hard to pin down, like, do I do certain things on certain days or does it vary up? And honestly, it does vary up. So I'm going to share kind of like a typical week and I'll use this week as an example so you can know what I do. But what I do involves some type of strength training, moving my body, getting my heart rate up and stretching. And that's a new development that I've added in, especially as I'm aging and I was starting to blame things on aging. And I know that that's a false assumed truth as I call it. So I wanted to prove myself wrong and start stretching. So that's what I do now. So let me explain what I do. So First and foremost, I move my body pretty much every single day. So there's never a day that I'm just completely couch potato unless I really am feeling called to be a couch potato, which is not that often for me. I typically wake up with energy and I want to channel that energy someplace. So most days I move my body. Now, my rules for my actual workout are that I have to involve two things, progression and intensity. So I look for, am I always progressing, making things more challenging for myself? And am I always using intensity? And intensity means different things for different people. So my definition of intensity is pushing yourself. So if you take somebody that is, you know, uh, super in shape, they do massive amounts of pull-ups, for instance, and them doing 20 pull-ups might not be intense for them. Maybe intensity for them is can they do them faster? Can they do them longer? Can they do more of them? Can they get to 50 push-ups? That might be intensity for them. Somebody else maybe can't do any of those, let's say, but them working towards one might be intensity for them. So my two words are intensity and progression. Like, am I constantly progressing my and challenging myself further? And am I using intensity? So I'm making it really challenging for me. So my actual strength training workout is typically 20 to 30 minutes. And it's that might seem short, but it's intense. And I'm always progressing. And I primarily use my own body weight. And when people hear body weight, they think, can you really change your body using your own body weight? Yes, you can. And if you don't believe me, go try to hold a plank for five minutes. Go try to do chin-ups for five minutes. Do some handstand push-ups. Those are all body weight. And I love them because it's really great way to be functional because you're using all of your body. And you can easily progress and challenge yourself with intensity. So body weight is my preferred exercises. I don't 
avoid the weights or machines, but I'm primarily body weight exercises. Every day, I move my body to some degree. So I don't like elliptical trainers or stationary things because I feel that they're not very functional. So I just like to go move my body. So it's, I like to walk a lot. I love to hike. Anything that's moving my body, being active, is what I consider my type of cardio. I don't ever just get on a stationary bike or an elliptical for, you know, just to burn calories. What I find with that is if I get on an elliptical just to burn calories, all it does is trade burning calories for being more hungry. (laughs) So I don't do that anymore. So that's not something that I do. And then every day, I will say about six days a week, maybe seven, I've been working on stretching. I've been working on getting, mastering the splits. And the reason I chose the splits is about 16 months ago, I had a ruptured disc in my back and I had emergency surgery and I had lost use of my right leg. I had foot drop. I had all kinds of issues go wrong. And after that surgery, although the pain went away, I really have no disc in my lower back between L5 and S1. It's pretty much gone. And it was creating a lot of pain and everything I had learned on my own over the years was to take that disc out of the equation and just completely avoid using that part of my back. And I thought I had mastered that, but what happened was the pain kept getting worse and worse and worse and I couldn't understand why and I started to looking into things like, should I get disc replacement therapy? Should I get stem cell? What should I do to regenerate this? And what I learned was that by avoiding that area of my back, I was just making it weaker and weaker. So I found an amazing physical therapist who turned me on to the MedX machines. And twice a week, we really work on strengthening that area on my back, which has made a big difference. But what kept coming up for me was my hip flexors were always feeling tight. And what I learned was that my hip flexors were taking over for my lower back. So to me, the opposite of hip flexors feeling tight would be to stretch them out which would be like doing the splits, right? That's the extreme example. So I had all kinds of false assumed truths coming over me, like, oh, I'm too old to do the splits. I'm not flexible enough. I've never done them before. My hips don't go there. But I stopped myself and I decided that I can accomplish anything that I decide. And I started about 11 weeks ago focusing on stretching to do the splits every day. And I'm proud to say as I leave this message that I am almost there. I'm so close for the straddle and the scissor splits. And I have no hip pain, no hip flexor tightness, and my back pain is virtually gone. That's my journey to split. So in a nutshell, what do I do every day? I'm moving my body on some direction, whether it's a walk, a hike, something to just be moving around. I'm spending 20 to 30 minutes most days doing intense and progressing on my body weight exercises. And I spend about 30 minutes a day stretching, working towards my splits. And that's what I do. Last but not least is a new friend of mine, Danette May. Danette May I met because she's also an author with Hay House, who happened to publish The One Through One Method. Danette is also an author, a very well-known author. She also is a creator. She didn't tell me to tell you guys this, but she's got this amazing cacao powder that is like next level. So definitely check that out. I'm sure you can find it by going to DanetteMay.com. But Danette is the founder of The Rise Movement. Not only is she an author, but she's a very busy speaker, She's a a wife. She's a great wife. She and her husband are very tight. I love their relationship. She's a mother and she used to be a personal trainer to the stars. But now she really believes on helping people to focus on an inner health, you know, not just with exercise, but with food and things that are healing, like healing your mind. And today you are going to learn how Danette fits all of this into a daily fitness routine. Here's Danette. I'm really excited to share with you what I do for physical fitness and what I do to each day of the week to stay healthy and happy. You know, it's interesting because for me, fitness is really about monetizing my energy (laughs) and to be able to contribute as most as I can to the growth of my business, the health of my family, being present for my family, and also being a lover with my husband. So I really structure my food, my workouts around what is going to give me the most energy, kind of fill me up, buoy me up, add passion to my life. So how I structure this is I don't actually have a huge structure because I am running a company of 70 full-time employees. I am also a mother of two girls and a wife. And I also have a dog that requires some walking, which is awesome because that totally helps me get out into nature and just walk. 
So for me, every day looks a little bit different. All I know is that movement is a non-negotiable for me. So I ensure that I'm moving my body every day. I actually don't really believe in rest days. What I believe in is a day that is movement that actually is more in ease. But for me, I move every single day, whether it's a hike or a workout in the gym or a bike ride a walk, a run, I'm always moving my body and I believe that moving your body moves the cobwebs out of your soul. It gives you energy, it gives you vigor, it gives and increases passion, it brings downloads and information into your awareness. So I'm always moving my body. So for example, let me just kind of lay out what last week looked like and how I kind of eat as well. So for me, every single morning I start my day with lemon water. I actually used to just do one cup of lemon water, but I have moved it to a full liter in my water bottle because I love it so much. I'll heat up some warm water and then I squeeze one full lemon into my liter water bottle and that's what I drink from the first time I wake up until about 9 or 10 a.m. I do not drink anything else before that. So for me that just hydrates me, it balances my pH levels, it spikes my energy. Now, of course, you could add apple cider vinegar, but I'm not going to add that to my water bottle. Or you could add turmeric powder or some ginger and by all means do that. But I just want to keep my water bottle, either water or lemon. <laughs> and for workout, you know, I love running. For me, running is where I get information. I get ideas. I feel like it's my form of meditation in a way. So at least one to three days I will run a week. So let's say Monday I go for a run and of course I take the dog with me. So I go for a run anywhere from 25 to 40 minutes depending on how much time I have before my meeting. And I will tend to do this anywhere from 9 or 10 a.m. because the dog is dying to get outside. So I really structure my life around my family. Then usually running might be good but I sometimes will add in a little bit of abs or just a little bit of an arm workout, but that would be like 10 minutes. Nothing too crazy. I'm not like sweating. I'm not totally exerting myself. I'm just adding a little bit of a pump, a little bit of feeling exertion in my abs and my arms, and I'll do that later in the afternoon. I will always, every single night, I have a new ritual, which is stretching. I'm realizing the older I am getting, how much I value stretching, how much it helps with stiffness, how much it's helping me sleep better. So I spend about 20 minutes now stretching. And I just turn on my favorite music, whether it is like more soulful, more spiritual music, and I just move to that. I just stretch. Of course, I know some yoga moves, but I just let myself listen to my body and move the way my body wants to move. So that's what I do, like let's say for Monday, Wednesday, Friday. <laughs> and then like a Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, I really like a good weightlifting session. For me, I just love it. I love playing around in the gym. I like doing box jumps, battle ropes, trying different things on the BOSUs. For me, I really love challenging my body in different ways. It's just fun for me. Once again, that opens up creativity for me. Some people like to cook. Some people like to do art. For me, take me to a beautiful gym. It's like a playground for me. <laughs> so I will do a variety of different things, working different multiple muscle groups at one time, whether it's shoulders and biceps but I tend to work multiple muscle groups at one session. So, and I don't spend more than 20 to 30 minutes at the gym. I just don't. I actually find that it's hard for me to work out more than that. Now, let's say I don't work out at the gym. Like I'm telling you, it's super fun for me, but I definitely believe in HIIT workouts. If time is really tight, I will do a seven to 10 minute workout from my program, total workout, body weight workout that I um, do in my home. You don't have to go to a gym or anywhere. And actually I'm noticing when I do those type of workouts, I get a lot leaner. They're kind of my favorite type of workouts and they're shorter. Let me just tell you, I always eat breakfast. I am a lover of breakfast, so it usually consists of some type of protein, whether it's eggs or it is yogurt or kefir. 
and I will have that and then I'll have some type of carb whether that's oatmeal or Ezekiel bread it's pretty consistent for me I'll sometimes make a like a power packed protein smoothie with lots of greens or I'll make eggs and toast it's pretty much that and then on weekends it might be waffles protein waffles for lunch it's pretty much a superfood salad I am a lover of salads I make them so good I challenge anyone who says they don't like salads to come to my house and try them out <laughs> because it's super good I just add all kinds of nuts and berries and greens all sorts of yummy goodness to my superfood salad and then some type of protein whether it's salmon or eggs or whatnot and then dinner is usually some type of protein meat source with some type of veggie and maybe some carb which might be a rice or sweet potato fries I love my snacks and I make my peanut butter balls and you can get those free, that recipe on DanetteMay.com. So if you love cookies and you still love your waistline, then go to DanetteMay.com, which is my website, which we feature free information on there, as well as my book, The Rise. And you think, it's been such an honor to share with you what I do for fitness, my belief system around it, as well as what I kind of eat during the day. I'm sending you all my love and I know the power of movement, the power of food makes a huge difference in the way you feel and the way you show up in life. Sending you all my love. Bye-bye. Well, thanks so much for listening to this edition of The Shalene Show. I know it's a little longer than what we normally do, but there's just so many great people I wanted you to hear from. And unfortunately, I didn't get to share all of them with you, but I really wanted to give you a wide variety, people in different seasons, people who are dealing with different stages of their lives, different setbacks, different obstacles. But I wanted you to hear a common theme, that this is part of who they are and they aren't any different from you. This can be part of who you are and you just, you find a way to make it work in whatever season that you're in because you love yourself, you honor yourself and you know it's possible. It's how you take care of yourself. And it doesn't mean having a particular aesthetic. It doesn't mean looking a certain way or having a certain body fat. It's literally what we do to feel good. I want you to get to a place where fitness is something you do for you because it makes you a better person. It makes you happier. It makes you more patient. It makes you nicer. It makes you feel better about your physique. It makes you better in the bedroom with your spouse. It makes you more patient when you're driving. It makes you more creative. Like that's why these people do fitness every single day. You can hear it. You can hear it in their passion. It's just they find a way to make it work because it's like brushing their teeth. It's like getting sleep. They know. I need this to be my best for other people, but really for myself. And you deserve that. And it's up to you to prioritize that part of your health. Like if you've been given the gift to move your body in any way, whatever that is, honor that gift. I love you. I mean it. And I'll talk to you soon. Hi, this is Brooke Powers, Vice President at Smart Life, and I wanted to tell you about one of my favorite products that we have. It's our Push Journal. And we created the Push Journal because we know that you want to be making progress towards your goals. And in order to do that, you need a better system to hold yourself accountable. The problem is you've tried countless planners and journals and nothing seems to stick, let alone be effective, which I'm sure can make you feel defeated. We believe it shouldn't be a burden to keep track of your productivity and hit your goals. We understand that motivation, organization, and sticking to a routine can be a struggle. We've motivated and helped thousands of people to identify and set goals and stay focused on daily tasks that increase productivity that actually help you hit your goals. Does this sound like you? This is all you need to do. Go to pushjournal.com and order your Push Journal set. While you're waiting for your journals, Download the instruction booklet at pushjournal.com to get an early start on setting your push goal and to get a little taste of how the system works. Stop wasting money on goal-setting journals or programs that don't stick long-term. Instead, find confidence in using a push journal for life. Trust me, you'll be addicted just like me.